When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, sorry. This is the part where I was supposed to th- hit the button. I'm going to do that now. It's going to play the big and rich. Sorry. There's a little glitch in the system where sometimes that doesn't play, but I'm going to play it right now. You're in timeout. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Come on, people. Play this thing. All right, let's just pretend it's playing. All right. Hey, hey. everybody. Welcome to the show. It's a Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo, boy, do we have a fun-filled show for you today. Maybe we should just start by saying, especially as Rocco talks about all of the uh, the COVID news, that I got tested yesterday. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for asking. I went down, by the way, uh, there's a great place in Shakopee called GS Labs, and it's a drive-up. You don't even get out of your car. You're good to go. You get results within an hour. No. TV boy is negative. Wow. It's the third time I've been tested there, actually. Um, may I say this? Sure. Yesterday, I am there and roll the window down, blah, blah, blah. And I said, are we doing both nostrils here? <laughs> and she said, yes. And I believe she said, because you're vaccinated. I don't know. I don't know how swabbing works, whatever. So I just wanted to know, because one time I, two times I was just single nostril swabbed. And then one time I was surprised as they went right back in for the second nostril. So she does the thing. She gets it up there. Blah, 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 and I was like, okay, I think that was fine and quick. And then I was even thinking, I wonder if that was enough. Like, did she swab enough? But I'm not going to say, hey, can you swab some more? So then she puts one little thing away and everything is fine. And I tell you what, she went up there, and my only way to describe it is as though she was spinning cotton candy. It was all around, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then the other nostril too, and uh, so they got a really good sampling. And she was lovely, the woman who administered the test. And then, yeah, within an hour, I got an email that said you are negative. It's really great. It's in again. It's in Shakopee. I know that's not convenient for everybody, and there are other rapid testing locations but i've now gone there multiple times and it is wow, uh easy breezy sucks that you had to do that multiple times i've only done it once mm. yeah, i've one time. only had the spit like every time what nice is, what oh. is with the swab is that like a rapid thing oh rocco you, i can't believe awful. you've only had this <laughs> it is so awful it it goes all the way into your brain okay this isn't true it swishes around your gray matter <laughs> no, 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 no. it pulls no, the no. thing out and then you're just like who am i no <laughs> what 
does it all mean? Before <laughs> no, I go. Well, so no. why do you have to get like? Is that I've only every time I've gone, I was like, here, spit in a cup. Wow. I've never even had the swab. Never option. done a spit. I've never done a spit in a cup. I've only done the swab, and that is the you know the swab was the first thing that came out. The spit in the cup came out a little bit later in the game. Uh, did you get instant results, Rocco, when no, you did the spit like, in a cup? It was like twelve to twenty four hours later. Okay, well that's still pretty good. That's still good. But yeah, this place, they get you. You'll get an email sometimes before you even get home. It's really oh, that's it's, cool. Yeah, it's, so it's pretty good in the, in that way. Um, and then I tried out a new Thai food place while I was in Shakopee. I was like, I may as well pick up lunch and, you know, be useful. And so I did that, and it was good. All right. Glad everybody's doing okay. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. better, because we all kind of had sniffly stuffies I yesterday. always have yeah. sniffles and throat stuff. And I think mine was 100% allergies, so I'm back. I'm feeling yeah, good. Woo! Um, Steve, are you back here tomorrow? Yeah, I think oh, I should give him one more day to just let the symptoms go out. Sure. You know, because then, you know, the trouble is this, is when you bring in symptoms, even if you know you are COVID negative, still, when somebody else gets symptoms, the real bummer of COVID protocol and safety is that then they you are suggested to get a test. So, like, even if you say, oh, yeah, I got the sniffles, but it was because I was hanging out with a guy who had a head cold, but he was COVID negative. Most people then say, yeah, that doesn't matter, though. You need to get tested because it could be something different. So it's a little bit of a pain in the bootay. It is. In that regard. But you guys should have seen me here yesterday turning the microphone down um, every time when I was sniffling and sneezing all throughout the show. So then TCL went on. Without me, I'm sure it was the best show of the week so far. They it was. Like, this I, feels I good. Watched. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, but I will be back uh, in studio for that later today. Okay. We did get a package in the mail. What? From our friend Marley in Eden Prairie. Marley? Who said, Dear Donna, Stephen, Dawn. Not you, Rocco. She doesn't I'll, like you. I'll turn off my mic. First time pen pal, long time listener. Donna, you're my Chuckles soul sister. And when I found these, I just had to share. They are kind of hard to find, but this one store in Eden Prairie has them. And please share with your friends. Chuckles? Did she send in Chuckles? She sent three boxes of mini Chuckles. That segment. I was here for the Chuckles. (laughs) Rocco. This is baloney. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's his allergies talking. Uh, that, He's not yeah, just, usually this rash. In his no, reaction. and I'll share. It's so funny because I, oh man, I ate like 20 of those suckers. And then in came B. Arthur and she's like, what are those? What are those? I've never seen those before. And I'm like, here, try some. And she tries some. She's like, whoa, those are delicious. Really? And then our old friend Grant said, huh. And he's like, whoa, those are so good. And I'm like, are, did you people just like climb out of like I don't know a well, hole? Why, Donna, who doesn't know what chuckles are? You know, a lot of people they're they're not exactly super mainstream, and it's it's for a more committed candy connoisseur, like of which you are and I am in the world of sugar candy because chocolate candy is trash and should be thrown into buckets. Exactly, but sugary stuff is just where it's at, and so. Uh, well, I'm really glad. I'm glad that people, because you know, it's a bummer when you really love an old timey candy and then someone tries it and just automatically hates it. You know who that is? I'll tell you. Um, I won't say her name to her, for her reputation, but Elizabeth Brees <laughs> from 
Bryn Britty's Brive, the TV show. <laughs> Love the guy on that show, by the way. Really awesome. Yeah, anyway, sure. she anytime I try to get Elizabeth Reese to try a candy, she automatically hates it. Oh, this is trash. Oh, that's so terrible. And her husband happens, he, he has a taste like we do, Donna. Sugary, chewy, gummy candies. He loves them. And she just is constantly belittling our love for them. So I'm happy that B. Arthur felt that way. I'm happy that I am Grant, who I thought had passed. So that's a double bonus (laughs) that he liked them as well. This is good. Well, they were like, is this like an East Coast thing? And I go, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. But anywho, thank you so much, Marley. That was very, very sweet. Very thoughtful of you. Hey, I got some good news before we get to some things that make us go, huh? Um, Bob Odenkirk uh, is going to be okay. That according to his son, um, who tweeted out, he's going to be okay. Um, He had a heart-related incident. That's what they are calling it when... Hmm. uh, he the actor collapsed on the set of Better Call Saul in uh, Albuquerque. Uh, he's in a uh, you know he's still in stable condition and being uh, treated. So that's all we know right now. But hmm. at least we got that much that's from good. his son Nate that you know just said he's going to be fine. Yeah, that's so. good, man. Because that's scary when when the word came out initially a couple of days ago that he had collapsed. With I mean that that's so often. Is sudden cardiac arrest. Yeah. Where yeah. someone essentially, you know, falls down and just sort sure. of drops right. dead. I know it sounds We just really harsh. saw that in soccer a couple months ago. Yes. A guy from Denmark just collapsed, and luckily they had the things right there where you shock yes. him back. Oh, the defibrillators. Without that, <laughs> you're a goner. <laughs> I wonder if they had something similar on the set of Better Call Saul. Oh, gosh, I hope Maybe. so. We yeah. should, I think everybody should have those. I'm sure it's expensive, but. Yeah. I wonder if they have them here. You know what's nice? Talk. Well, I guess this isn't. This wouldn't help you there. But if you if you lived alone or something like that with Apple Watches, they have a sudden fall sensor on your watch. I need to get one of those. Yeah, you do. It's that or Life Alert. I don't want us <laughs> wondering where you are some morning starting the show without. I know. And then by and then the then end you... of it, we're running your obit, which we've already written, right. by the way. <laughs> with Reels, who I used to work with, they had us. I would track. I would do voice record, voiceover work for all of these celebrities who had not yet died. But we had one guy on the team who was sort of like a Hollywood historian, and he would say, we think he might go soon. Let's read th- Let's read this now. That way, when the person passes... It's ready. It's ready. And you're go. on it before everybody else. All right, let's take a break here. we got a lot of fun today. It's Throwback Thursday, so Throwback Thursday Music Trivia coming up at 11.30 today, hour three, if you listen on the podcast. When we come back, things that make you go, huh? There's been a lot of space talk recently. Uh, Neil Armstrong... The first man on the moon, he and the crew from Apollo 11 all had to do this when they arrived back on Earth. Kind of takes a little bit of the shine out of it. See if you can figure out what that is. I'll tell you. When we come back, it is the Don and Steve Show on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. 
The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. <laughs> it is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for Viking, <laughs> hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. A lot of space talk. Jeff Bezos, Richard Branson, everybody wants to go to space. Well, Neil Armstrong went to the moon many, many years ago. Was it more than 50 years ago now? I believe it was. 69. 69, right? So 52 years ago that that happened. Well... (laughs) You know, it seems like it would be such an interesting thing. You'd be welcomed back. There would just be flash bulbs and the paparazzis there. People are cheering. Neil Armstrong and the crew from the Apollo 11 all had to fill out customs forms when they landed back on Earth. (laughs) No, they did not. Do you think we could have bypassed this? Donna, have you ever traveled internationally? I have. Where where have you gone to? I Italia? have gone to England. I've gone to Mexico many, 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 many times. It is a bummer, right? When you return home and you're oh. on the flight or at the end of your cruise and then they're handing out customs forms. It is such a logistical slap in the face, a splash of cold water to the joy that you experienced. Oh, as yeah, you and the green light, the red light, and you're like, oh, please don't let it be red. Because when you... Hit that button as you go through customs, and if you hit red, they stop and they go through your suitcases. Oh, jeez. On air, rat. Then they find all the forbidden fruit that you were trying to smuggle in from Yugoslavia. (laughs) Think they have a lot of fruit in Yugoslavia? I guess they probably do everywhere. Does fruit grow in Russia? I would assume. You think they have the same fruit as we? I don't know. What's with all the questions? I don't know. I just started thinking about it. I mean... You think Russia has a good fruit industry? And honestly, are there different... There are fruits that we don't know about, right? Like if I went to, I don't know... Japan. Ukraine, Japan, Mozambique. Different fruits would be... They wouldn't be like, hey, do you want a peach or a nectarine? They'd probably have different things, huh? Sure. Um, It's not unusual for Russian gardens to include six or more fruits. Really? Like apples and raspberries and gooseberries and plums and strawberries and pears. And oh. how do you say this word? Current currants? Currants? Currants. I don't know. What, is, what is that food? I think I, I say like currant a... when I'm in France. Mm, <laughs> uh, like a red currant? Is it a red It's a berry. It's a, it's a flowering plant native throughout the temperate regions of the northern hemisphere. It's a bummer, though. You go all the way to Russia and they have the same fruit as we. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's not like you, you're getting exotic fruit everywhere you go. Japan's got to be different. Australia. Kiwi. You've seen <laughs> the kiwi. There's a city called Dull, D-U-L-L, in Scotland. Get this. Happens to be sister cities with a city called Boring in Oregon. No way. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> Dull that's awesome. and boring. That's pretty fun. And Oregon has sort of Scotland vibes too, you know? Marine layer a lot. Rain. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Sure. You gotta get to the. You've got to get anyone who can hear me. You've got to schedule a trip to the Pacific Northwest coast. Mm-hmm. Spend some time on the coast. Okay. Of Oregon. Sure. Gorgeous Manzanita, tiny little beach town. Beautiful, cute Main Street. Oh, it's really great. I've been to Washington. Nice. It's getting close. It is right above. And Tacoma. I've been to Tacoma and Seattle. Oh, yeah. Have you been to the coast? Mm. 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 Refried beans are only fried once. What? Let me explain. That is false advertising. It kind of is. And I think that we are to blame. We, as in English speaking Americans, the name comes from a mistranslation. Of the Spanish name oh. frijoles refritos, which means well fried beans, not re fried beans. Oh, okay. Isn't that some? Yeah. Did you write it down? <laughs> not really. Frijoles oh. I did. I, I wrote frijoles. Frijoles refritos. Donna has been to Mexico numerous times. We learned that earlier in the segment. <laughs> I do love refried beans, and I didn't discover that I liked beans until I lived in Texas, and I took a ride to uh, San Antonio, nice. and I ordered some beans, and loved them. <laughs> really? Refried beans? Are you kidding? That's like the mashed potatoes of the bean world. You so know, <laughs> did you drive to San Antonio just for the beans? Well, from Austin. No, I was just going to see the river walk and all that what if you had to eliminate one bean from the bean community the yeah it would be the baked it would be the what? baked bean they're wouldn't so it? gross oh take those no. and dump them in a river don't bring them to my picnic no ain't nobody got time for that yeah bring your own little cup as a single serve don't Ew. put a foil tin so down neither of you guys like summer or baked beans <laughs> hey, little, i guess you're right baked Ma- beans so i could like what's that that gravy saucy stuff and it's got hey. sugar in it yeah. like don't be putting sugar in my beans donna isn't there a baked bean kind of a candy that sucks yes oh yeah Boston they're called baked beans or something they're called baked beans aren't oh. They? oh my god steve if you, you hated them as friend. normal food you'll Wait. hate them as candy and they tried to ruin candy who would ever Yes, they are called Boston Baked Beans. Oh, and they're so, like, ugh, savory. They're, they're candy-coated peanuts, and they oh, are no. vile. Get them out of my Get face. Get out of here, you. Let's see, I'll give you one more. Hey, the snow <laughs> in The Wizard of Oz was pure asbestos. What? The, the Wicked Witch's <laughs> broom and the Scarecrow's costume 
also made with asbestos. Well, I don't know what to say to that. Yosemite National Park has struggled to design garbage cans because they need to be easy enough for humans to open, but not complex for enough for bears yes. to not open, and they have found that there is a, quote, considerable overlap, end quote, between the intelligence of the smartest bears and the dumbest tourists. Hey, bear. Well, those were fun, Steve. Thanks for that. Uh, when we come back, let's talk a little TV. You watched a couple of episodes of something that we talked about recently. I want to see what you think about it. Mm-hmm. Got that on the way. and uh... Oh, one of David Letterman's greatest segments coming. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Uh, did you guys like Stupid Pet Tricks from David oh, Letterman? Yeah. Loved it. I mean, if I knew that it was going to be Stupid Pet Tricks, it would almost get me permission to stay up. Agreed. So true. Well, this is very exciting because just like um, Jimmy Fallon's bit, what was his bit that became a thing? You know what I'm talking about? Mm. Oh, no. And, um, uh, uh, carpool karaoke from sure. James yes, Corden became yes. a thing. I can't remember what Fallon's was, That's but okay. this is going to be its own show as well. TBS is making a variety show inspired by that segment Fun. from David Letterman's Late Show. It'll be a half an hour, 10 episode series. It'll be hosted by David Sarah, Letterman. Sarah Silverman. <laughs> Which I think is a great choice. She's very funny. Very funny. And uh, each episode very. will have pets performing, you know, impressive tricks. And there'll be a live audience. There will be surprise celebrity guests. There'll Ooh. be comedy bits. There'll be games. Uh, Sarah said, the rule in show business is never work with animals or children. But I choose to work with David Letterman anyway. <laughs> ah, production funny. starts later this year. So that's pretty cool. I think cool. that'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it is fun. It's fun to watch dog tricks. It's fun to watch animal things. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do, Steve. I once... Remember stupid human tricks? Yes. I once saw a guy. I couldn't believe it. I saw this. I was probably 12 or 13 years old. Saw a guy go on The Late Show with David Letterman, pour milk up his nose, no. drink it up his nose. Oh, God. Drink pulled, it up his nose. Drink it up his nose. Pulled his eyelid down, squirted it oh, out of his eye. I'm going to no. Yes, I couldn't believe what I had seen. And then riddled in the mid '90s, there you had no choice but to just wonder about it and feel like you would never see it again. <laughs> you didn't go to YouTube right after. Yeah, you couldn't Google like how did he do that? No, <laughs> my brother Scooty did a '90s trip, or yeah, like a throwback to the '90s trip where he and some friends went camping. And they like brought 90s themed clothing and stuff like that. And they all ditched their technology. And he said one of the things that they realized on the trip was they were left to wonder. When they would be in the middle of a conversation, yes. no one looked anything up. You would just wonder. Good point. I know. That's why I said it. Oh, crazy. When's that show debuting? Uh, we don't have a date yet, but I would assume in the fall. Okay. Thank you for asking. I watched two episodes of a new show that is on Disney+. Plus. It is called Behind the Attraction. Oh, Rocco, yes. 
I actually yes. put the uh, trailer up okay, there for you, so that. maybe you could pull that up. And we can play that right from the beginning. Um, I think that this show will appeal to a, a certain group of people that maybe wouldn't have been into. There was a previous show on Disney+, Plus. it was called Disney Imagineering, the story of Imagineering. And it was, I believe, a five- or six-part documentary series, which just showed you how it all came to be, the wonderful world of Disney. I really, really enjoy that. I've watched it, bits of it, multiple times over and over. It's just really fun. And the only problem is I think it caters a bit more to the diehard fan of Disney, the Imagineering docuseries does. This, and how it is put together, really has the same tone or vibe. And I think they really are just ripping from the movies that made us, the toys that made us. This is a, another series that is out, which is really fun. Really fast-moving, Donna. They just keep it uppity. There are a lot of jokes with the voiceover person. All of the stuff that a more serious documentary about Disney, Imagineering, does not have. And so I think that this will appeal to more of the casual Disney fan. Maybe you went to Disney once or twice, um, and they just show you one episode at a time, about 40 minutes at a time, how a ride came to be. Here's hmm. a uh, listen to the trailer. Get ready for the ride of a lifetime. Yes! 360 immersion. Not technically, but that's the spirit. Discover the true stories behind Disney's most iconic and beloved attractions across the globe. That could be interesting. Well, we could do better than interesting. I was in awe. I was amazed. There we go. Exactly what we'd expect from executive producers Dwayne Johnson, Danny Garcia, and Brian Voke-Weiss. Right? Right? Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so hold on tight for a ride so amazing it inspired a movie with this guy. The backside of water. That's right. Jungle jokes. <laughs> it's exciting and it's tantalizing in a way. You don't know what's around the corner. You'll get a copy of the spiel script and that's kind of like a menu. Ooh, delicious puns. I love a good pun. A small world with a tiny problem. At first, we're going to sing their own national anthem. It's just noise. Cropped castles. People are surprised that it's only 70 feet tall. No! Yes! Yeah. And what in the galaxy far, far away is that? We refer to it as the Darth Vader ballet. This is the kind of making of dreams are made of. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't like the vibe of the... The promo. Okay. I, it just comes across as cheesy, and I want it to be more dramatic. Well, okay, so if you want the drama, go to Disney Imagineering. The story of Imagineering, five- or six-part documentary, watch that on Disney+, Plus. if you feel that that is a little too okay. kitschy. Now, it's intentionally that way. Again, the, uh, the it's modeled after, in my opinion... The movies that made us, the toys that made us, which is you just hear from a bunch of people. Each person is talking for about three to eight seconds at a time, and then the voiceover takes you somewhere else. I will say this. I've now watched one on Jungle Cruise, how that attraction came to be, which, of course, now a movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Emily Blunt in theaters uh, midnight tonight, I believe. Also, I watched uh, the one on Space Mountain. I watched that last night. There are times when I want her voiceover the voiceover lady to be a little less one note in how she delivers things because yes. it always what it has done a couple of times is almost diminishes or sort of feels like it's looking down on something because what they're trying to do is disarm the 
aura and the awe around Disney and just make it like more accessible, fast moving. Sure. This is fun. But there are some moments where she, as an individual voice actor, could have dialed it back and put in some sweet notes in the midst of all of the joke, 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 joke. So sure. I found it to be a little bit tiresome, but also really fun. Now, I will say this. If you're a diehard Disney fan and you've already seen the Imagineering story on Disney+, Plus, a lot of overlap here, but you do hear from new people and you see some new things. And Space Mountain was cool. And uh, Space Mountain now, you know, the newest one that they built in uh, the, the newest Disney park was in Shanghai. And they talked about how Space Mountain wouldn't work in Shanghai because Shanghai, the city is architecturally speaking in the future it is remarkable they've always pushed the boundaries so then having something like space mountain which has more of a nostalgic vibe of what we thought the future would look like 50 years ago it just would sort of fall flat so now they built the newest ride that has all the buzz in the world of disney tron the Mm. roller coaster tron based on the movies one and two there are two tron movies and uh they're, they're about to finish one in Disney World, which I think will be ready in 2022. But you, it looks really fun. And Donna, you'd, you'd like it because just like Rock and Roller Coaster, it has a catapult start. Yes. And so it goes from, you know, zero to 60 immediately. And you're on this, what do they call it, Rocco from Tron? Is it a light cycle? That sounds right. Yeah, light cycle. You're riding your own light cycle. So it almost feels like you're like leaned over on your own futuristic motorcycle. And then you just buzz indoor Ooh, and then outdoor. Sweet. Really cool. So um, anyway, but it's, it's fun for the Disney fan, especially if you don't feel too reverent about Disney. This is an irreverent take on the history of some of their most famous attractions. And it's on Disney Plus, I assume. It is on Disney Plus. So is Turner and Hooch, that new show, the reboot of the 1980s movie. Oh, who's in that? Oh, gosh. Uh, Josh... Josh, Drake and Josh, the guy, oh, kid it? from Drake and Josh. I'll look it up. Is that what it's called? Uh, the trailer, which we listened to a, a couple of months back, seems, seems Josh fun. Josh Peck. That Josh Peck. For you? Yes, it does. And then they got Hooch in there, Tom Hanks. I don't believe making any appearances in this, but he is the son of okay, Tom Hanks' character. Okay. I don't um, remember so what that movie out. was about. I just remember the dog drooling a lot. That's all I remember. Uh, there's a cop and a dog, and the dog drools, and the cop is Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's deep. That was a richer oh, breakdown great. of it. I like okay. that. Yeah, Donna, come on. I want to know what it's about. I think it's pretty much what Rocco said. <laughs> he didn't say anything. Uh, but that's my point. I uh, think it's more so just a slobbering dog. A police detective who's seeking more serious work when he gets pulled into a case that requires him to partner with Hooch. Mm. Got it. And Hooch was drooling and just had a vicious bark to him. A lot of the uh, the same vibe in the trailer that you'll get. Josh Peck, by the way, seems quite funny. Like an easy watch. You know how some people are just easy to watch? Sure. He seems that way Great. in the trailer. Yeah. I might check that out. It looks cute. I like cute. I followed him on Insta. I didn't follow him. I, I went and checked out his page one day on Instagram. He's fun. Josh Peck. If you're looking for a new Instagram follow... He seemed fun and self-deprecating and me likey. Me likey that you likey. Last time you tried to watch a Disney Plus, Mighty Ducks, you found it frightening and (laughs) stressful. Yeah, I just got a lot of anxiety from it. 
Okay, let's hope Turner. <laughs> this <hinge>. from <laughs> oh, all bets are off. If she thought that was anxiety-inducing, <laughs> this is going to be a real problem for her. You guys are silly. Don't be such a silly Willie. Uh, hey guys, uh, when we come back, if you see something, you should say something. Uh, I have something real light. Steve has something a little more heavy. Mine involves uh, celebrities from New Jersey. And mm. Steve's involves Simon uh, Simon Simon Biles <laughs> Simone, Simone Biles, Biles and a retweet. It's a it's a yeah. Simone Biles retweet and what we think we learned from that. Exactly. That is coming up next on my talk one oh seven one. Time for if you see something, say something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come, Come on and party tonight. tonight. Hey, why don't I start? Uh, yes. Why don't you start? I got some, That's a yeah, great idea. Sort of heavy stuff here. Um, Simone Biles, of course, has been in the news, dominating the news cycle the last few days with her stepping down from the women's gymnastics team all around finals, uh, claiming some mental health things. Then we heard about the twisties yesterday, which is a thing where you, in gymnastics, where you become disoriented and no longer is it muscle memory that moves you through the air during these very dangerous mm-hmm. moves. But it is a mental process. Some people saying it could have left her in a career-ending injury situation, even a life-threatening situation, considering the difficulty of the moves that she attempts Mm -hmm. in gymnastics. Um, So we learned that, and we've been talking this week about what else will we learn uh, uh, about her decision and what led up to this? Is there something that is beyond the mat, so to speak, that is impacting her? Well, there was a retweet yesterday. So let me explain. There was a trainer and former gymnast named Andrea Orris who tweeted out a defense of Simone Biles saying, quote, that girl has endured more trauma by the age of 24 than most people will ever go through in a lifetime. And then she added, quote, we're talking about the same girl who was molested by her team doctor throughout her entire childhood and teen years. Now, presumably there she is talking about Dr. Larry Nasser. Mm hmm who was accused of molesting at least 265 girls, including several Olympians and members of the U.S. gymnastics team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will spend the rest of his life in prison, by the way. Why did I think that Simone Biles actually testified? Maybe... I don't think she did. It was somebody else of, like, note. Like, is it Allie Reisman? Is the, Allie Reisman, yes. She was very vocal in the midst of that. Well, Well, here's what happened from this... Tweet. She also said that Simone, as I mentioned, could have suffered career-ending or those life-threatening injuries if she continued to compete. Uh, so Simone Biles then retweeted Oris's message, which presumably means that she signed off on what Oris had to say in that tweet regarding these, uh, you know, molestation allegations, mm-hmm. which in turn suggests that she was molested by Nasser, which wouldn't be surprising considering how widespread his evil, awful deeds were. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it was, you know, to we live in a world of decoding social media activity, but a retweet is generally giving a thumbs up to whatever it is that you're retweeting. Absolutely. And she would understand the weight of retweeting that and sure. how what we would all then think. And so... Again, as we mentioned during the week, there have been a bunch of different angles to this story. Some just in outright defense of her. Others on the other end saying, 
she quit on her team. No. Others say, no, she stepped back and then she supported her team. That was good leadership. Um, but then we've been asking, is there more to the story? Mm-hmm. And so uh, now I think we're learning that there was and is more to the story. Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. I, I would I wonder if she will do some kind of sit down interview at some point. You know, yeah, you wonder. She, I watched a piece on her, I think it was on 60 Minutes, maybe about a month ago. Oh, okay. And I believe that she was, here I go, let's test Steve's memory okay. on a serious topic and see if he's correct. I believe that she was adopted, um, that she had spent time in foster care, and then was adopted uh, at an early age. Um, and it was, ta- you know, it showed the how that's a difficult thing for a child mm-hmm. it in that story to my knowledge did not reference any sort of molestation allegations regarding her and larry nasser uh, but again it would not be hard that w- that's not a shocking thing to hear considering again 265 um girls that oh, he is believed to have unreal. molested throughout his career right um so you can only imagine when you have a bunch of things that are spiraling out of control or feeling like they're breaking down for you from a mental standpoint, that past trauma hanging sure. out back there and even just a passing thought of that, I would imagine, could snowball into something bigger right then and there. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's we're learning more. We'll continue to learn more. You know, can, can I share something positive? Sure. Oh, and you know what, Rocco? Yes. Technically, I think that this would be oh. an Olympic spoiler. Okay, so this is, uh, we're going to try this out. Oh, I, I okay, sent you wait. the lyrics. Hold on <laughs> yeah. a second. Hold on. I've got guys. my music pulled up right in front of me, my Hold lyrics. Shoot. I'm about a quarter of a second behind you, so it should sound perfectly train wrecky. Oh, boy. Are you ready, Donna? Yes. Yep. <laughs> I think that's really great. I think it's really great. Um, okay, so everybody sad about Simone Biles, but we have some Minnesota news to celebrate, which is really great. Am I saying her name right? Shame on me if I'm not. Uh, Sunisa Lee won the gold medal in the women's individual all-around gymnastics final, which means that Minnesota, we were so pumped going in to the uh, Olympics, and now one of our own representing us on the grandest stage of them all wins the overall individual all-around gymnastics final. She gets gold so that is awesome st paul what up st yes. paul in the house i know her dad was a big part of her um you know her training early on uh they've done a really really nice piece on her and her family just very sweet by the way i believe that that is going to air tonight um and so I need to set my DVR for Yeah, that. I feel like I've already seen it three times. <laughs> I think because I'm, I'm bouncing around from channels and people are, you know, various news outlets are using it. Um, well, for what it's worth, as of 9.50 a.m. Eastern this morning, it was breaking news on CNN.com. And I'll tell you one thing yeah. that CNN.com never misuses breaking news <laughs> no i feel like it happened you know when i was up this morning before the show putting news together yeah i saw it on twitter so i think so it just all, happened a couple hours ago yay yeah it'll all come together um and it's fun you know now we watch the olympics everybody knows what's going to happen right and then you just watch it to see it happen sure 
For I sure. watched a little last night, but I think uh, I think my kids will want to see that. And how cool to know that she's right from right here in Minnesota. Yes. So maybe maybe the next generation of U.S. women's gymnastics is led by the clearly uber talented Sunisa Lee. Mm-hmm. I think her nickname is it Suni. That's Soon, what I was Soon Lee or Suni? Yeah, yeah Suni. We're gonna learn a lot about her. She's gonna be like our biggest celebrity around. Yeah, yeah. oh so yeah, great. Woo. Um, okay, I... Where are you going to stand for the parade? I think I was going to go maybe down by the First National Bank building. Uh, oh, yeah. I'll probably go by F. the F. Basilica. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I have very little time to tell you about this, but um, famous New Jersey natives, including John Bon Jovi, Whitney Houston, Frank Sinatra, James Gandolfini, are getting rest stops dedicated to them on the Garden State Parkway. Bruce Springsteen has respectfully declined the honor. Each star will have an exhibit (laughs) at his or her designated rest stop, courtesy of the New Jersey Hall of Fame. So if you're wondering why the boss isn't among the honorees, a spokesperson for the hall says he respectfully declined to have a service area named after him. But it should be noted that Bruce has been very supportive of the New Jersey Hall of Fame over the years and is very much a part of the fabric of the hall, of their, uh, you know, their organization. So, I don't know. Is that like the equivalent of having like a porta potty named for you? <laughs> I'd take it. Hey, pull over at Springsteen. Beep. I got a whiz. Beep. Beep. Oh. All right, when we come back, Rocco is going to have a dirt alert for everybody. Also, we'll tell you what music artist, beloved music artist, is considering a Vegas residency. We'll get to all of that coming up next on My Talk.